so don't look under the bed. And for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome in. We hope that you will subscribe, share, and review the show. This week, we're talking Task Force, Temporary Hospitality Staffing. Task Force is a brilliant solution that provides immediate support to hotels and management companies to fill in gaps until permanent staff return or replacement staff is hired. Task Force consultants are prepared to make a direct impact on their first day as they have experience across a wide range of properties and brand systems. Our guest this week is Liz Williams Christie, independent task force consultant. She shares her task force journey and why it's the best solution for her and her family. Enjoy the show. Liz, welcome to Don't Look Under the Bed. Thank you. Thank you, Robin and Nikki. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here with you guys this morning, especially talking all things task force and industry-related Yes, yes. Um, so if I would you like me to start with my background in uh, hospitality? Is that yeah, let's just let's just first? jump into it. Let's talk about, you know, your hospitality journey and, you know, kind of like a brief overview of who Liz Christie is. All right. Well, um, I feel like I kind of got into hospitality a little later in, you know, than most people um, in terms of career. Um, it was, I want to say sometime around 2003. Um, I had my youngest son. I was in a very unfulfilled customer service job. Um, I was at the level of director of operations, um, very internet based, but there was something missing. It, to me, it wasn't true customer service or true hospitality. Um, so I ended up, uh, my that particular job ended. I was actually terminated on maternity leave, which is a whole nother podcast topic. Um, and I ended up uh, going back to school, actually, um, it was definitely a gift. I went back to school um, for hospitality. There was a program in my town with our local community college. So suffice it to say, um, I went back to school. I excelled. I finished at the top of my class. Um, I ended up starting literally in operations as an operator. Um, and wow. I feel like that is so important, especially for anyone that's in the sales realm, especially because it helps you understand, you know, to, to sell things that are realistic. You know, we have that term in, that that saying that, um, you know, we have to, we sell a dream and service a nightmare. So my background did begin in operations. I was a PBX operator. Um, I was then promoted to supervisor and then segued into front desk. Um, how I became, uh, how I got into sales actually was, um, I was asked to apply for a reservations coordinator <clears throat> position, excuse me. And I worked with an incredible team. Um, it was at the time that Starwood was still Starwood. They had not been absorbed by Marriott. And that was when I began um, to really look at wanting my career in sales. I think a lot of times from the operations perspective, you have people that may want to get into, or they'll, they'll have dreams of going into like director of operations or general manager, AGM uh, type positions. 
But that's when I really said, you know what, this is where I feel like I make the difference. Yeah. You're meeting these clients, you're seeing what their vision is, you're being a part of that. And the mentors that I had that time really helped me understand that. Um, they helped me, especially with the wedding markets, um, the specialty niche markets, as I call them, like the Glock kosher markets. I, I, I was able to learn all of the nuances that go with servicing those types of clients. So that's like the fast, the short version of how I broke into sales. Now, um, I was at a property for about, I want to say eight years. Um, I was there at the front desk. I had a position as a coordinator in sales. And that was when I met another one of my mentors who really, this woman, if I asked her a question, she shared that information. She understood that you know, her team is only as good as she develops them. Mm. And I think that that's something that I take with me, especially not just in the task force realm, but just in anything that anybody that I am called to lead, if you will, or to teach, they're only going to be as good as I share my, my information or my knowledge of said topic with. Mm -hmm. So I was really fortunate that I had uh, early on, really good mentors that do their thing in sales on the level of directors. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of how my career started. And again, this, this was all. So give me like an example of like what that, what that looks like, like what, like name, like one thing, I mean, sharing information, that's, that's huge, you know? Right. But name, name one more thing where it's like you, you, you have a leader where you're like, damn, they, they got their stuff together and they are an example. What, what does right. that look well, like? Well, I, I, I would like to give a shout out to Elizabeth Winship and Maureen Murphy. Those are two of my, I, I really credit them both with helping me excel, not only on the social side, but the corporate side. Mm -hmm. And what it looked like for me is that when I would see, I'm, I'm, I'm an information junkie. You know that anybody that knows me knows I want to learn um, I want to not only have you answer my question, but I want to understand why the answer is that, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. And they helped me understand the business. They helped me understand pace. They helped me understand forecasting. They helped me yes. understand. And, and like I said, it wasn't a matter of just saying, this is your job as a coordinator. If I went to them with a question that was even outside of my duties, they explained it to me. And it just, you know, that, that right there, that, that type of relationship is priceless. Yeah. Um, yes. Oftentimes, um, just in any industry, you have leadership. Because again, when I look at directors or managers, I look at their ability to mentor and develop, right? So it's not a matter of just saying, you got to do this and this is your job and go off this checklist. But you have to make people understand the, the operations because you may go off that checklist, but that particular data is something that throws an anchor in that checklist. So you want people to be able to think strategically, think outside right. the box. And our industry is, is, is an excellent example. You know what it is. Like there are times you don't have enough people. You're in that kitchen plating. You're, you know, doing things that may not be necessarily your role, but again, part of that and be part of being able to do that is understanding you know where you fit in mm -hmm. and having leadership mm -hmm. that helps you 
grow and yeah. and and don't yeah, feel in, yeah. intimidated because you know you have people that hold on to things or they'll give they'll they'll sure. it to you little by little because they feel like you're gonna take their job so to speak and I'll oh. get a little deeper into that when we start <laughs> really talking. Yeah. You've you've touched on a lot. You've touched on a lot of things there. And I mean, I remember at a point in my career, I'm like, I can sell. I know selling. I got that. But I need to understand the business side. Mm -hmm. And and that question, you know, it, it set off so many other questions. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing it like this? You know, and the fact that you had someone who was willing to say, okay, this is steps one, two, and three, and this is how we're going to get there. And, you know, that, I mean, that, that's huge. That is huge. Super huge. So talk about your uh, transition from being on property to then being a task force consultant. That is such a fun one. And I love sharing (laughs) that one specifically because, um, so I had, uh, been given an opportunity uh, to be a sales manager at a select service uh, property, right? Now, most of us know select service properties usually don't really need sales managers. You have your director and your coordinator. They don't usually have, because there's usually not a lot of rooms. There's very rarely any meeting space besides a boardroom. So right. I was grateful for the opportunity, however, Um but I felt like a glorified coordinator and I would go in doing my rooming list saying to myself, okay, I feel like a glorified coordinator, but okay, girl, cause you're making the money, you're getting the bonus. Mm-hmm. Right. But after a while it becomes, you know, unfulfilling. So what ended up happening was about a month before I ended up leaving that property. I was actually, my position was phased out as I kind of anticipated <laughs> because again, it was a limited service or select service property. They had like about less than 150 rooms, no mm-hmm. meeting space. And we had basically the same repeat clients over and over again. So there was really no room to prospect aggressively. Um, there was no real way to, you know, like I said, prospect for new business or different types of business because we were so limited and not to mention it was in New York City. So anyone that's worked in New York, you know, those rooms are boxy. So Mm -hmm. to try to do groups, eh, couldn't do that. You know, it it was just really not, it was not the best fit. So long story, a month prior to them phasing out my position, I get this email. Are you interested in task force? So I'm like, well, what is that? So I called the, um, I responded. I said, well, what, what is that? And at the time I had been contemplating moving to Texas. You know, my mom lives in uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been thinking about relocating. And so the lady said to me, well, you know, basically we send you, uh, you travel, like let's say to Austin, Texas on the company's dime and you do what you love most. You just go and sell. You stay on property. We cover all your expenses. So this is how she's presenting it to me. And I thought it was so divine that she mentioned Texas because I felt like that was God saying, I'm preparing a way for you. Mm -hmm. I I just felt like that was what that was. And so she said, but this may not work for you now because you're working, right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm working. You know, I have, you know, I'm a sales manager, blah, blah, blah. So she says, well, if that changes, give us a call. Well, literally almost a month to the day that I had the mm-hmm. conversation with that woman, I was let go. 
And I laugh because my director at the time, she's still a very, very dear friend of mine. Shout out to Aquaria Harley. That is my sister from another mister. Yes. I love her dearly. And she um, she was very upset. And I had to tell her, like, I mean, she was crying. And I was like, look, I said, let me tell you, I appreciate the opportunity. I said, but listen, I said, this is shut, but God just opened up nine other windows. So I'm good. I'll be okay. I'll keep you posted. But I walked out of that. I walked out of that office that day. And I said, I'm not going to refer to this situation of me being let go or me being um, laid off. I looked at it, I said, I am seeking a more independent opportunity. Mm. I was set on the fact that I was going to, because, you know, anyone that knows me, I've always had a million side hustles. I make shea butter, I make incense, I, I'm an herbalist, you know that, I do yes. consultation, yes. all this stuff. You know, that's that, that's that that's that Caribbean background. I got a whole You've been having multiple streams of income before it was income, even cool. Right? <laughs> exactly. You better say it again. It's, a, yes. it's it's imperative. But I walked out of there with such a sense of this is it. I'm doing something independent. Um, I don't. I I know I love hospitality. I had um, a very. Uh, I have a lot of experience servicing uh, the entertainment market. Um, even now, sometimes uh, different road managers for a lot of big bands and stuff. They'll call me on occasion and say, hey, do you know anybody in whatever state? So I said, maybe I should just get my IATA number, you know, and work out doing it that way. So I'm like, okay. So that was one idea that I had. Now, this all occurred, mind you, right around my birthday. So it was the winter time. And I'm like, okay, so just stop and take a breath and see, cause you know, you want to do something independent, but what is that going to look like for you? So took some time off to kind of explore that. In the meantime, of course, I'm still looking for work. I ended up getting uh, an interview. New Year's Eve, I got a phone call for an interview, <laughs> another select service property. And I have to tell you, I, I, I went for it. I ended up getting the job. I ended up leaving that. Um, but it was like, I almost didn't want to take it because I still had in my spirit that I wanted to do something independent. Yeah. That was just, mm -hmm. and again, I never said, I, I would just like when people would ask me, oh, how's work? I'm like, oh, you know, I'm no longer at that property. I'm actually, you know, seeking something more independent. And I left it alone. Yeah. I, I, I never said, um, oh, I got laid off and uh, uh, I, I just did not. I didn't feel that way, first of all, and I did not want to bring that type of energy to what I was seeking. Yeah. So I stayed home again. Then, of course, I'm getting stir crazy now because I'm just, you know, <laughs> one of those people, you know, I have a lot of energy. So I want to say probably maybe six months later, um, I talked it over. At the time, I was married. Um, I'm a mother of five. Um, and at the time, my kids were, you know, they were not little kids, <clears throat> but they were big enough to for us all as a family to have this conversation um, of the idea that mommy has an opportunity because you know I needed that now money. We all know what yeah. that looks like sometimes when you need right. that now money. Right. And um, I said, um, you know, I have an opportunity. It's gonna require travel. I'll be home every other week, but this is what we're gonna need from everybody. Everyone's input to help this, this family 
machine go. Yeah. And so everybody, you know, we all agreed and, you know, I made a phone call back to the agency. Um, shout out to Carver Hotel Group. They, they, they've been very, very good to me. Although uh, the last few years I've been doing, like I said, more independent assignments mm -hmm. and I'll kind of touch on that a bit more. Um, but it, it, it worked. I mean, we had our dynamic and I called the agency and I said, listen, you know, I'm interested in going active. When I tell you Monday, I filled out all the paperwork. Wednesday, I had tickets. Oh, to wow. Fly to, <laughs> to fly to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So it they was, contact you and mm -hmm. it's a quick turnaround. They've got right. their open positions everywhere. Um, everywhere. And they just say, hey, this is what uh, is required. And what, what is the vetting process like? Like, how do yeah, they know gonna... that you um, are prepared and, you know, and qualified to go to right. Boca or Fort Lauderdale? What's that like? Right. So, of course, you know, they, 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 you know, they do have a formal interview process. You know, you talk about your experience. The okay. biggest thing for them is knowledge of the system. So, right. Um, we were, you know, when it was Starwood, Marriott, and Hilton, um, it was a matter of knowing CITY versus Isaac versus Delphi, and then subsequently versus Delphi FDC. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it, you know, I at the time had Isaac experience. So um, what they did was, because I was very strategic, the, the property that I worked at as a coordinator before I actually resigned to go to the sales manager position they were about to convert to isaac so i stayed to do the training because i knew they were going to walk and then the day that we finished like maybe two days after we did the training i went to human resources i said yeah thank you and yeah i'm gonna go kind of thing and they walked me but um so with the vetting process with um task force like i said they go through your resume obviously you have a formal uh, you know, interview. Um, but again, the biggest thing is what systems are you proficient on? Okay. So at the time I knew Delphi and I knew Isaac um, and everybody was just doing that Isaac conversion. So my mm -hmm. first, uh, my first assignment was in Florida, which I was so excited about um, for mm -hmm. six weeks. Um, and I had an opportunity because that property, they owned a Marriott. Now this was before the the um, the buyout, mm -hmm. but I was able to learn CI from mm. another task force person there because the, the systems were similar. So um, again, it, it was a matter of what systems do you know? They'll send you, usually you do assignments in a two week or three week, depending on the ownership increment. And that's the time that they kind of, it's kind of sink or swim. Okay. Um, I always look at task force as, you know, I come from a military family. So anytime I think task force, I think specialty specialist, you're someone coming in there to clean up something or you're coming in there to, to help. Yes. They need right. You. Right. They need you. Yeah. Indeed. So do you negotiate terms? Like, uh, like you said, you mom of five and do you go in and say, okay, I need to go home, blah, 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 blah. Or are they already aware that, you know what, this is, this is how it's laid out. You get to go home every two weeks, blah, right. blah, blah. 
So usually whenever you go through an agency, um, they obviously have a fee schedule. So say for instance, I mean, because we have, there are so many areas of, of task force. So you have uh, front office managers, you have yeah. AGMs, mm -hmm. GMs, you have controllers, um, accounting personnel, um, coordinators, conference service managers, um, you know, BT salespeople, wherever the need is, um, properties have an, uh, an opportunity to have um, chief engineers, all types of different positions um, to come in and help out where needed. So with me, my first assignment was in catering. Yeah. I got to a property and again, you know, anyone that's listening that does task force, you know, sometimes you walk into, as I say, messy McMesses. I got to this property <laughs> and I got a stack of papers and the woman said to the DOS said to me, she goes, I am so sorry. I have no idea what this is. Um, and I was, you know, to me, I look at it as we are there to put the client at ease mm -hmm. that we know this system, we can jump in running. Yes. Um, we have a, a certain measure of experience that they don't have to babysit us. Now, yeah. yes, mm -hmm. if you're going into a property and you're selling, of course, you, know, you kind of want to see you know, capacity charts, and they want to give you an idea of their like turnover process. But to be quite frank with you, a lot of properties do not, you know, by the time they have someone like me come in, you know, we that we have two scenarios. We either have that ownership that's spot on that says, listen, before our people burn out, let's get this person in here to kind of ease the weight. Mm -hmm. So in those instances, those are usually the properties that have a lot of the best practices that I take with me to other properties. Yeah. Um, and mm -hmm. then you have the properties that are like, okay, hello. <laughs> and then you really have to go in and you say, okay, well, I was at a property and, you know, maybe we can try implementing this because this is what helped them with their turnover process or this would help, this is what helped them in billing or, you know, that sort of thing. So, um, in that way, like I said, I mean, that, that, that's, I think is the part that I enjoy the most is whenever I can come and really be a benefit to a property where you are implementing, uh, you know, SOPs, yeah. but just to go back to what you were asking. Um, so there are fee schedules, right? Um, when you, when you deal with agencies, they usually give you a fee schedule. Most ownerships, um, you go home in a two week Okay. On a two week rotation. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, usually your contracts are for one month and then they'll extend you as needed. Mm -hmm. um, I myself um, being independent um, and then I'll get a little more into how I was able to do that. Um, I like maternity leave uh, assignments. Oh. And that locks me in for three months. Boom. I know where I'm going. Um, the property that I'm currently in, um, that I'm currently at in uh, South Florida beautiful property. Um, we're about to undergo uh, renovations um, to the, the restaurant. They have some of the most committed staff. There's just not enough people. Um, mm -hmm. And it's the kind of thing where here, like with their ownership, I go home every three weeks, like in a three-week rotation. Um, I, I was supposed to come on property for three weeks and then go remote. Um, they did not expect that the DOSM was going to um, leave. So oh, here yeah. I am, 16 weeks later as their interim DOSM. Oh, wow. Um, 16 weeks later. So wow. you do have 
you do have um, those occasions where they'll they'll contract you for like three weeks mm-hmm. and then extend you as you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I have a rule where I give the property that I'm at the right of first refusal. Mm-hmm. So basically what I do is like, so next, my, my contract here ends April 1st. Yeah. So next Tuesday, I'm going to say, hey, you, you know, next Friday, what are we doing? And then they'll say, well, we'll need you. And then they'll extend my contract um, that way. Mm-hmm. So I usually, but if they say that they don't need me, that they have a replacement, then I'll go on to another assignment. So oh, cool. again, back to what you were saying, usually the agencies will provide you with a fee schedule. It breaks down um, for each position, what uh, salary is connected to it. Um, anyone that is considering getting into the task force world, I would encourage you to be every woman or every man. And what I mean by that is I don't discriminate. So I'm a DOSM now, but if my next assignment is a conference services manager, you better know mama's going to take it because I like to stay active. I -hmm. like to make sure my chops are tight in all areas of service. Like I said, I don't, you know, I may be a DOSM, but I may have to fill in for that catering manager and do that event order. Yes. I want to be able to know how to do that. So you want to be um, that task force consultant that they want to call back. Yes. You do not want to be that consultant that they say, or that says, I just came here to sell. I'm not detailing or I'm not prospecting because I just came to detail. You don't want to be that one because right. I know Pre-COVID, I was busy for the entire six years that I was doing a task force. And even sometimes the agencies that I worked for, worked with, they would say, don't you want to take a vacation? And I would say, I'm going to these beautiful four-star properties. What do you mean? I'm on vacation after (laughs) five o'clock. So I I always stay busy. And again, it served me well because like I said, now that things are opening up, I'm getting, I was getting crazy phone calls like six months ago before I, yeah, well, maybe a little longer than that now, before I really decided that I wanted to come back on the road. I mean, they were like, look, the work is there. Let us know when you're ready. So like I said, be that consultant. If this is what you want to do, that is flexible. Um, I think that that is one of the things that has served me the best um, in that I go in and I help where it's needed. I'm not um, someone, yeah, there are moments that I'll say, well, I'm the direct, I'm the DOSM. I don't need to sit in that, that EO meeting. But, um, aside from that, if it's something that is a matter of getting the work done, that's, I, that was what I, that's what I always go back to. I am here to help. Yeah. So. It makes you just that much more valuable as well. Being able right. to go in and be a catering manager, being able to go in and sell or go out on sales calls or you're providing support where they need it. And that's why they're calling on you in the first right. place, right? Because they need you to do the job. Yeah. And, and I, I always notice the best task force people. And, and I like you, like you immediately know when they come into the office, they qu- like within two days, they quickly have an assessment of what's going on in the office. Who's on mm-hmm. first who's okay, this is the strength, this is where we need help. Like they have to quickly assess the situation. And I feel like that's a very um, admirable 
trait, but then you're right. They're flipping from selling to prospecting to services. Like we had a lady in the evening, she would go down and work in the bar and then she would come back in the morning when we came back and said, okay, this is what I see happening at your hotel. And mm-hmm. it, I think it just makes such a difference. And like you said, your skill set and, and being able to uh, have good command on all these different systems, because it, it, it definitely gives you a broader, you know, net that you can go to a Marriott, you can go to a Hilton, a Hyatt, mm-hmm. you know, wherever you're needed. So mm-hmm. totally makes sense. I mean, I it's such a brilliant, say- it's such a brilliant idea, just the idea of, a you know, having a task force solution. So tell mm-hmm. us as we uh, kind of wrap up, is this, uh, well, obviously this is something that you've been doing and now you're independent um, and you're kind of in it for the long haul. Thanks to you. No. I'm independent. I'm not, I'm, I, I, as I sit here and I live and breathe, you gave me my very first independent assignment when I came to your property in Houston. Wow. To cover that maternity leave. So I just wanted to segue, I wanted to circle back to what Nikki said about the woman that um, was bartending and came back. That's another thing that I get asked a lot from the general managers to observe. And we, that's another benefit that we have. We get an opportunity to see it from the inside and the outside. Mm -hmm. So I can sit and, and, and let me tell you at this particular property, I can't tell you how many BT rates (laughs) that I've negotiated having dinner in the restaurant that I'm hearing people, (laughs) oh, well, I'm staying at da, 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 da. And I'll say, oh, well, what, what rate are you getting? And next week we're negotiating so again it's like your eyes and ears are all over the place if this is something that you want to do see i love it you know i had a woman say to me the other day she goes yeah you must be the captain of this ship i said well no she said well you 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 walk around like you're the captain of this this ship and i'm like because i'm not going to walk through that lobby and see people waiting at the front desk and not say hey do you need something oh i just want a bottle of water you see what i'm saying so yeah this, I, I love this world. And again, I'm going to, I'm going to say it again. Thank you, Robin Moncrief, my Aww. sister, that you truly gave me my first independent assignment. Wow. And now I'm at a point where I have made so many connections in this industry that pe- I even got a friend, a call from one of our mutual friends, Mr. Pete. Yes. And I'll leave his last name out. Yes. Yeah. Um, and even another one. Wow. I'm just thinking about it now. Two GMs that I worked with, with you, mm-hmm. have called me <laughs> to do other assignments. And um, one of the things that I want to do is I, I really, I keep saying this, people laugh, but I do want to go international. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Um, I'm bilingual. I do speak Spanish fluently. Um, I read and write it. Um, I also speak a little Creole, which I've been getting a heck of a lot of practice here in South Florida. Thank you. Um, yes. But yeah, uh, Alan reached out to me to go to Hong Kong right as COVID yeah. was hitting. So um, that's one of my goals. I would love to just go, um, you know, go. I was going to ask what's next for Liz Christie, but listen, <laughs> there you go. International <laughs> task force. Y'all yeah, heard it here I first. Yeah, I, I definitely would love to do that. And um, uh, I do actually have plans to uh, go to Ghana in December. My aunt um, helps people permanently relocate there. So I said, maybe when I go out there, 
um, you know, I can kind of test the waters and mm -hmm. see, you know, and just, you know, just kind of network and see what that looks like. So we'll see. But I, I, awesome. I would like to, 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 to go global, you know, I think that, that, that awesome. would be. Yeah. And you will. And you, you will. will. Yeah, you will. We love this I'm conversation. Good. What are your closing, uh, closing thoughts once more for anybody considering, um, getting on the road? Well, I would say this, and I know you asked um, initially at the start of the call about uh, health benefits and things like that. I do have to pay for my health insurance okay. um, yeah. and I do have to pay my own taxes. So that's because you know, you're okay. a consultant with the 1099. Right. So be mindful of those things. But I think that it wasn't as daunting as I thought it was going to be mm -hmm. first going into it. Um, so what it does, what it makes you do is it just makes you a little more strategic about planning your life. Um, I think that if you're someone who you are, I don't want to say it in a way to trivialize it, but if you're someone that is not like, you just want to try something new. You don't really want to, what I love about it is that I get to contribute. I get to leave if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I don't yes. get, you know, right. you know, no, and I, and I mean that, kind of like the grandkids, you know, you get to spoil them up and rotten them up and then they get to go. But no, in all seriousness, <laughs> no, in all seriousness, you know, I know that, you know, sometimes when we're in permanent positions, we are bound by the goal. We are like, you know, we're like in, you know, like just, bound by the goal and it just gets to the to this place where it's not like you're not as creative you're not as and that's mm -hmm. what i love about it now even though i'm not held to goals i watch what the numbers are i look at the pace i make sure we're hitting so that whoever is coming behind me can say okay at least we met you know even if it's the team you know, so I keep track of the goals. I, I, I treat, keep track of the star reports. So anybody that's looking to, to do this, like I said, you know, if you're uh, in a position where you can move around, you don't have, you know, small children at home or anything like that. I think this is like one of the best things. Um, also, if it's something that you want to kind of develop, because I've developed a lot more, like my skill set has become really sharp um, in a lot of areas due to task force because you'll go to properties like i said that don't have any systems in place and you'll be responsible mm -hmm. for putting those systems in place so it put you know if you're you're a creative person that you love to help you love to develop um you enjoy mentoring this is the world i mean i i, I enjoy it i enjoy um the incredible people that i meet um on the road that you know have become family like you robin um i like even when I came back to South Florida, I already mm -hmm. had about three girlfriends down here that I had met oh. when I was here. So, <laughs> you know, so you you really have um, an opportunity to network in a way that you never could. Um, I've been invited to apply for permanent positions in other states. Um, you know, so I have I, I feel like the world is my oyster. That if I decided, you know what, hey, road life is you know a little old now or whatever. Um, I'm also single, so that that kind of might help the situation a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, although, if you are a married couple, utilize those weekends that you're still on property. That's that that's my recommendation. Yes. But um, you know, just suffice it to say, if I decided to come off the road, I have a lot 
of choices and opportunities because I've networked with so many, you know, so many ownerships, because that's the mm -hmm. thing too. You want to be not only good with the property level management, but the ownership. I know mm. there's ownership, uh, the first property that you and I worked together in Sugarland, mm -hmm. um, that ownership knows me well. Yeah. Um, and I love that because they request me. So if you're someone that wants to start out with TaskWiz, I would suggest that you um, start out with an agency mm -hmm. because what they do is they're the ones that have the relationships at first. So the ownerships know that you've been vetted by them. So that's a way to start out. Um, as far as being independent, usually that comes years in. Because like mm -hmm. I said, you have formed relationships with people that just like you said, hey, Liz, I, I need you to send me your fee schedule because I got a maternity leave coming up. That's what yeah. it turns into. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would definitely say there there are a lot of um, uh, companies out here that that uh, that do that vet and and uh, do task force placement. Uh, Carver Hotel Group. Uh, shout out to Tamina Akbar for uh, Task Solutions. Uh, then you have um, SSP, PHM. There are so many agencies. Uh, if you Google Task Force Hospitality, there'll be a plethora of agencies. Um, I would say even in that, in you when you do your vetting process, because mm. I vet too. Um, you yes. want to make sure that you're dealing with a reputable company. Um, I've had, uh, I've been at properties where they'll say something to me. This is like a Carver placement. And they'll say, oh, Carver placed you? I'm not surprised because they always send great candidates. That's wow. the kind of agency you want to be connected oh, to. Yeah. You don't want to be connected to the, to the comment that says, oh, yeah, it's usually hit or miss with them. Oh, no, you don't want to be part of those sort of no. agents, that type of agency. Um, and again, you they will they are very clear about you know making your um, travel arrangements. Um, again, be flexible. Um, don't be the type of consultant that. So okay, I have this rule right. Whenever I go out to dinner, if someone's taking me out to dinner, I don't order the most expensive thing off the menu. I order what I would order if I was going to pay for it. So I say that to say this, if you are a consultant and you are on property, you know, come on now, stop eating filet mignon every day. Oh. Come on. You know, nobody's <laughs> doing that. Because like, that might be, be your realistic. last call right there. They ain't going to call you back. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like really and truly um, be realistic about your expenses because companies are very generous with allowing off-property meals. Usually they give you like a, a cap for off-property meals. Some arrangements like I can have um, contracts that if I want to rent a car once a month for a weekend, I do that. Now that is something that I expense. So that means I put the money out for it, I expense it. But I don't expense my Ubers to the supermarket or the Ubers to the mall when I go food, you know, go shopping. Yeah. So keep those things in mind. Um, you know, just because they're paying for it, don't take advantage of it. Yeah. Right. You know, remember that you are a you are an employee by day and a guest after hours. Um, you know, mon monitor your behavior accordingly. You know, um, yeah, I'm I I get really real quiet <laughs> when I'm on property. I've, I've had to um, remind myself that after hours, mm -hmm. I'm a guest. Yeah. But sometimes I'll go into the restaurant, especially I was in Dallas once at a property medical market center area. 
and I would go into the restaurant and they'd be completely packed and I'd say, oh, I'll come back. I'll come back. And yeah. one of the interests said to me one day, girl, you got to eat. Place your order now. So I, <laughs> you, know, you really have to remember yeah. employee by day, guest at night. night. Right. Okay. I, I like love that. it. That would be I the love title it. of the show. <laughs> Liz, thank you so much you. for your time. Thank you so much, um, yes. You have given and- us uh, an inside look. And um, hopefully for those that are interested, they have uh, some information to um, to consider. So we appreciate Definitely. you. Thank and you. and really you. to consistently stay sharp. In all, in all areas of hospitality, if uh, task force is something that you want to do, just keeping in mind, never pass up an opportunity to learn, to train, know more, get better, you know, just all those things. I think, uh, I think it's so cool that you get to show up in different places and be like abracadabra. <laughs> like they every every day, mm-hmm. I love they that. love to I, see I you coming, and they hate to see you leave. And and and, and you know what? And, and I love that because I I said to somebody the other day, I said, you know, they're working on me, and she was like, "What?" I said, "They're trying to get me to stay in Florida." Like, <laughs> like, like you know, they got available condos over there, trying to work on me, and they're like, "You you don't your kids are grown, remember? You can stay." So I I appreciate those comments when people want me to stay. I don't take that lightly. Um, you know, I always say that my reputation rests on how successful I am and 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 the type of job that I do. Um, and 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 I don't like I said, I don't take that lightly. I don't take that lightly at all. Well, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Nice meeting you, Nikki. Nice meeting you. And definitely good luck out there. Thank you for listening to Don't Look Under the Bed. We appreciate your support of the show. Please subscribe, share, and leave a review. Thank you.